Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast and today talking about the Xbox Developer Direct, the first first party showcase of 2024. Joining me as ever is Eurogamer's news team. We have Ed Nightingale. Hello. Victoria Kennedy. Hello. Liv Nan. Hello. And I'm Tom Phillips and this is our look ahead um, that we got last night at Microsoft's first party slate or some of it at least um, for the year ahead. What did we think of, we had four games and one um, third party surprise, but uh, what, what did we think of Microsoft's stool that it's laid out for the coming months? Meh. Uh, oh, what? Meh. I think Microsoft <laughs> wow. is looking in a really strong position. I was going to say, this is the most exciting thing about Xbox fans. games. But also with other things that we can talk about indie in depth later. But I'm very surprised by the meh. <laughs> no, like, I think it looks like a good lineup. They're not, okay, they're not bad games at all. And I think one thing I will say is that I, I actually really like the format of it. The fact that we, it's, you know, 50 minutes, they said an hour, but it was 50 minutes. And we get a really good look at each game. I really like that, that we get to go in depth. We get to see the developers. It's not just, here's a sizzle reel of a load of trailers. So I really like the format of it. Um, obviously, they did it last year as well, and we got Hi-Fi Rush, which was amazing. And this year, mm. we did not get a shadow drop. Um, I think the games look decent, but they're just not wow system sellers to me. Of like, I mean, I already have an Xbox, but that watching that if i didn't have an xbox i wouldn't think yes i'm gonna go and buy an xbox for those games like they're decent they're all coming to game pass that's fine but i'm not wowed by anything not even indie not even indie. no really <gasps> i'm i i've seen the indiana jones films not the most recent one obviously seen the others but i i'm just not a massive indiana jones fan and okay. for me, I sort of question a bit, who is that for? Because I feel like, well, it is for Victoria, clearly. But <laughs> I, think... I think it's for people who who want uh, Xbox version of Uncharted. Well, exactly. Well, well, but I, I feel like as a, as, a, as a brand, I feel like Indiana Jones, the last two films, I mean, I didn't see the most recent one, but from what I hear, it was awful. The one before that, Crystal Skull, was appalling. So I sort of feel like, why are they flogging a dead horse here? Like, just let the 80s films be. I, I don't need any more Indiana Jones at this point. 
Well, I mean, to that, I would say this is taking the action and setting back to the original trilogy timeline. Yeah. Which is a good um, thing. Yeah. That's and, a good and thing. Th- this will have been started long before Dial of Destiny came out. So, obviously, um, yeah, maybe they had hoped that that film had had a better reception and um, people would be sort of looking at this project having just come out of a great Indiana Jones film. I've not seen the most recent Indiana Jones film. Um, I plan to see it sometime on Disney+. Plus. Maybe that says a lot. Um by itself but uh yeah i hmm, i'm 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 looking forward to it i think it looks it looks good fun yeah and there is a space for that kind of game on xbox which doesn't really there's nothing filling it at the moment i mean obviously uncharted was heavily inspired by indiana jones originally and it is one of playstation's biggest titles xbox through acquisition of bethesda has got this and uh, i think there there isn't really anything in the first party exclusive lineup that sort of already has that box ticked um so yeah and i love the original indie trilogy who doesn't right so So good like you said i'm really glad they've gone so it's between raiders of the lost ark and last crusade i think that's a really good time to be setting their story so i'm very glad they have done that where does temple of doom fit in Technically, that actually, I, th- I think, is the f- is even though it's the prequel? second film, it's the first story. Yeah, but it's the second film. So it goes: Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Last Crusade, and then the films that we do not speak of. <laughs> Although I have yeah. watched several times. <laughs> have you seen Dial of Destiny? I went to see it in the cinema. Oh, what did you think? Um, if um. Okay, the, the, the... <laughs> if even the indie fans say that, the first two acts are actually okay, and they have kind of like, like there are some annoyances, but it's it's a really easy like fun adventure romp that you don't really need to like pay much attention to, but still kind of get like a bit of a sort of indie thrill. The third act just goes completely off the wall, and it's um I I I think I audibly laughed at one point in the cinema not because they said a funny joke but just because i was like oh they're actually doing this <laughs> okay <laughs> so but you know it's indiana jones yeah you, you, just... you, you expect that kind of weirdness right i mean there are there are ghosts coming out of a magic box um this is there, beyond there's, a, there's an old guy that... that's lived for thousands of years um yeah yeah no this this goes even further <laughs> On the sort of surreal scale. You're making me want to see it, to be quite honest. I know, maybe and, uh, I'm actually selling it really well. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm, I'm more excited about the game now instead. I don't know. I'm very can excited about discuss, this game, I should say. Can we just discuss how bad the title is? Oh, it's terrible. The Great, uh, great Circle. 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 It, it's what does that mean? It, mm, it means there's a circle of ancient sites going around the world and some special significance to the fact that they're in a circle it's a tile it's, it's better it's than a, dial of destiny yeah mm-hmm. dial of destiny mm-hmm. at least has the alliteration going for it exactly i'm with Liv. Mm. <laughs> it's not a great title but then i don't think indiana jones games particularly have had great titles i loved fate of atlantis fate of atlantis is one of my favorite games growing up uh, the more recent ones, I played one on the Switch. I can't even remember what it was called. It was that. Fate of Atlantis is a great, is a great one. <laughs> Fate of Atlantis is amazing. 
everyone should play that game. What do we think about first person then? Does that suit the game? Or is that just, it's what machine games are sort of known for? And I think it's what they're known for. I do think they'll also have, like that studio, I think the combat should be really, really good. I was slightly disappointed actually last night that we didn't get a better look at the gameplay because it did kind of, when they said it was going to be like 11 minutes of gameplay, I thought it was going to be like a gameplay sequence that we were going to watch. Whereas it was actually like developers talking with interspersed bits and a lot of like pulling back, like pulling back for the third person cutscenes. I remember when I first heard that it was going to be first person a little while ago, I, my initial reaction was really disappointed because I tend to prefer playing third person games anyway. Like I love the Uncharted, I love The Last of Us, I love God of War. I realize I'm just naming PlayStation stuff right now. But and I, I also feel Xbox has plenty of first person shooters. So this would have been an interesting for, time for them to kind of go into that third person hmm. marketplace. But saying that... I think maybe it is quite good that they do have that mix where you will have some third person bits when you're in the cutscenes, obviously, and then when you're doing the um, traversal. I think it's interesting that you mentioned a load of PlayStation games there because I think PlayStation games tend to be third person and Xbox tend to be first person. Yeah, <laughs> so in this sense, I think so. It kind of fits with that. Um, I like that there's a bit of a mix, but I also think that had it been entirely third person, people would just say, oh, it's just like Uncharted. And it would be too obvious a comparison. So I think that mm. the fact that it's first person actually makes it stand out a little bit more and separates it from other games that it's similar to. So I think that's a yeah. good thing. I mean, this is very much what Machine Games does do with their titles. So they, you know, they are playing into their strengths with what they are doing with the Indiana Jones gameplay style. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not going to be a shooter. I think they made that quite clear last night. They don't really want you to go around shooting things. And that's not really what Indy does. You know, mm. it's, 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 there's the infamous joke in the films where he does use his gun and it's really unexpected because he's not the usual character who just goes and shoots people, mm. right, with the sword. And um, yeah. I, I mean, if anything, it looks like a first-person whipper. And at one point, I'm pretty sure I saw him crack his whip and deflect a bullet, which I loved. I know. I was like, can you parry bullets with a whip? Yeah, I think so. I'm here for that. I will be. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, no, there was definitely a lot more like fist combat with uh, the gameplay last night and the head combat when he bopped the dude at the start. I and thought that, that looked really indie. bad, that 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 bit where he headbutted him. I was like, that does not look real. He won't. He would not have the range if he was stuck in the sand right there to go and headbutt the Nazi. That just doesn't. I mean, I've never tried headbutting someone. I assume you'd probably have to use quite a lot of your core to get some momentum. You you have to move like if you if you imagine head headbutting someone, you like you can't headbutt someone and your shoulders not move forwards. And how are you supposed to do that when you're? I love that we're all doing this now. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you're missing out. <laughs> He might just have a really strong neck. <laughs> yeah, don't skip neck day. <laughs> that should have been the title, Indiana Jones and the really strong neck. <laughs> it would have been an improvement. <laughs> but no, I, I love the look of the traversal and things. And I love the puzzle elements as well. So like you said, it's not really like a shooter. It's very much in the vein of Uncharted, but I think it's not un too Uncharted-like. It's not like they're trying to... You know how like everyone said that Uncharted was Dude Raider because it was taken from Tomb Raider and like it, it does feel like it is its own game, I think. Mm. Rather than just an evolution of Uncharted for Microsoft or for Xbox. 
I I'm really looking forward to seeing more. Um, and as someone who obviously has Game Pass, it's one of those games. Maybe it wouldn't convince me to buy an Xbox, right? But it definitely makes me think that's something that I will keep subscribed to Game Pass for. That's something that uh, I that feels like has a lot of money put behind it. Um, is going to be a quality game, has a great developer pedigree, and I just get it as part of Game Pass. And those those games are too few and far between for Microsoft at the moment. Um, and the fact that it's now confirmed as coming in 2024, um, I think that is going to be the linchpin of this year um, for them, I believe. Probably yeah. the, biggest, the biggest game of the year. I think so. Although, I mean, they did obviously show Avowed and that got a lot of excitement. I have thoughts on that. But, you know, Avowed, I know, has been a very popular sought-after title for a while now. That was confirmed autumn, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so let's go on to talk about Avowed. Um, The news was it was coming this autumn. We got a good look at gameplay. Well, a bit of gameplay. Um, We saw some of the fantasy world um some of the different biomes i liked that it was colorful more colorful than more colorful than starfield which is not (laughs) difficult um it's i mean this is obsidian entertainment's pitch at doing a skyrim game but with i think more involved combat that was sort of the the elevator pitch last night, right? That the combat was a bit more fluid and a bit more advanced. <clears throat> um, but look, here's a nice fantasy world that you want to explore that looks nice. We've made it look good, haven't we? Look, colors, and you're not playing Starfield and Skyrim. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll, that will get ported to somewhere else again. But um, yeah. I think it scratches an itch for people later this year who are looking for a, a nice RPG to sink their teeth into as the night's drawing. I think like it there. puts a gap ahead of whatever's next for Elder Scrolls. As is Elder Scrolls Six, of, yeah. And ahead of Fable. I just think that it's sort of another Western RPG in an area that has in some eyes been perfected. Like if it's first person in the way it is, everyone's still gonna compare it back to Skyrim even though that was years ago um they showed off a lot of the dialogue system and the choice based stuff which now is going to probably be compared to Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate does it so well and that's so fresh in people's minds I don't know how this can necessarily stand apart they talked a lot about the combat and how you can mix and match between sort of melee and magic and build things together with each hand I might Bioshock did that with guns years ago for me, there's nothing in this that's particularly original or exciting. So again, it looks decent. It looks solid. I'll happily play it on Game Pass. But it's not something that's exciting me or wowing me. Mm. The, wo- the world, I did think, looked very, very pretty. I should say, I don't think the combat looked Absolutely. that great. I thought it looked more clunky than I was expecting. But I think the world looked very pretty. And so for me, I will probably play it just to explore that world. I need developers to stop having first-person sword combat. Nobody wants to waft a sword into empty space in front of them. I hate it. 
I know that we knew about the guns, but seeing guns in that situation, I also did find weird. Like, I know that we knew that they were coming, but it's still, I don't know, that, that moment did that I didn't know odd. they were coming. And then was like, why are you shooting? You've got fireballs. <laughs> Use magic. Use magic. Why are you using a gun? I like the dual wand, dual wand wielding. That was fun. That's cool. I don't know of any other game that lets you do that. I'm trying to think now. I've got no idea, no. But, but again, that, yeah, I mean, that, that one, I think, was very, I tell you what, I really like the artwork for it. Mm. Like the, I thought that was very pretty, which I realized Visually, is probably not going to sell the game. <laughs> but I really like that artwork that they shared at the end. Um, but I think it will, like you said, I think it's going to be a good stopgap for us, or those of us who are waiting for Elder Scrolls 6, uh, Fable, etc. I'm yeah. not a wowed by it. Uh, I can't come back to that. I was trying to think of something good, but it was too much deader. <laughs> okay, then, what did you think to Ara? It exists. I'll be honest, okay. I was writing up Hellblade at that point, so I sort of missed that one. <laughs> I don't think it's my kind of thing anyway massively again it's great that it exists for the people that like that i don't think it's really for me i was talking to alex uh video editor alex about it and he said that it's really sort of suits him because it's civilization which he likes so i think if it's someone that likes that kind of game it does it like a very good looking game i mean it's, it's not my kind of thing either but i'm just quite excited about alex trying to play it because i'm gonna message him and be like ara you're winning son and then see what he does oh no The more they said about it, the more I thought this is really very familiar sounding, um, you know, building big monuments, um, playing as familiar leaders. I don't know for me if it did enough to sort of separate itself out from uh, others in the genre. Um, but this isn't specifically my kind of game, so... I don't know. It, it's it's probably not for me anyway. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it looked all right. I, I I like the fact that it's alternate history, and I loved the fact that at one point there was some concept art for some mechas on screen. Mm. Okay, um, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was wondering if Ed was itching to talk about Hellblade. No. Oh, I thought you were like, kind of like. No, no. <laughs> no I, 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 honestly, I, I sort of missed part of it. It's not massively my kind of game, so I sort of skimmed past it. But it sounds like it could be interesting. I used to love that kind. Of, like, I remember really liking that kind of game when I was younger, mainly because I was always very scared of death in games, and so I only got into like the action adventure genre probably when I was, I don't know, a tween, whatever that age range is now. So that kind of game was like my first PC experience along with point and clicks. So I do have a little soft spot for them, even though I don't really play them that often anymore. I don't have the time for them now. <laughs> yeah, adapt. that's true. What about you, Liv? Do you play that kind of game? Not too much. I've, I've tried it, but I found it's very difficult to like get into properly. I remember yeah. maybe maybe this one is the sort of the pitching it as the the entry point into it a bit more um you don't maybe need some of the knowledge that you've had 
that other people have had if they've played a lot of these games previously. Sorry, Victoria, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I just remember when I was younger and you could start building the Seven Wonders. I think it was a Civilization game I played, and I remember when I got the uh, the library, I was very excited. Mm. So that was a good time. This is coming to PC only, right? Yeah, there's no console plans, which makes yeah. sense, right? I, think I was going to say, difficult. this sort of thing never really works for me on console, I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think it was sort of halfway through that we got the little Square Enix interruption for vis- Visions of Mana. Um, it looked all right. We got a summer launch window and... It is coming to PlayStation as well, isn't it? It's not like this is an uh, Xbox exclusive. Yeah, yeah. So they announced this game existing at the Game Awards, um, but I don't think they announced it for Xbox. So they're obviously saving it for this. Um, it's. I mean, I'm. I haven't played. I know of the Mana series. I haven't played them. Um, I know good things. Secret of Mana, especially, is a classic back on the snares. Um, which I believe is now on PS Plus. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to playing this, but it's it, in the sort of ranking of Square Enix. It's you know a bit below Final Fantasy. It's not their top level game, um, and it obviously we sort of already knew about it from the Game Awards. So when they're kind of announcing this as their big Square Enix are coming in, it's like well okay, but it's we sort of knew about this already, so it wasn't super surprising, and I think. For me, anyway, when I saw that, you know, it's the surprise thing. It was the fifth one. The box opens, and I saw the Square Enix logo, and I was like, right, here we go. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Let's go. Like, let's get it out there. And then they kind of went with this instead. And considering at the the 14 Fan Fest last year, they had Phil Spencer on stage to announce that Final Fantasy XIV was coming to Xbox. They said this is the beginning of a partnership. Everyone's expecting, right, they're going to start porting all the Final Fantasies over. This is going to be really big. And then they're like, oh, no, here's our Visions of Mana, which looks good, but isn't really what everybody wants. It felt a bit deflating. Yeah, it, it, it's... Sorry, I was just going to say, yeah, it, 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 that's the trouble with bringing Square Enix at an event like this. You really feel like, oh, they're going to bring the big guns. And then when it's anything but the biggest of the big guns, then it naturally feels a little deflating especially yeah. because if this year plays out similar to last i would not be surprised if there's a playstation direct uh state of play waiting in the wings and that does focus right on this year's big game from them which is rebirth yeah um so I mean, it's, it's a tough comparison <laughs> do you think xbox would have its own dedicated final fantasy extravaganza then seeing as this is quite a big deal you said that phil spencer was at fan fest last year i think if there was an extravaganza to be had they would probably want an extravaganza but um like playstation has the rights to rebirth at least initially and i don't know that square enix would want to be doing anything that detracts from that right now like that is this year's big game and even announcing um remake coming to xbox this year starts to take away like it just confuses the marketing message just focus on getting rebirth out and making sure that that's a success because you it needs to be a success because they still have a third big project to come that they need the second one to be a success to then get onto. so definitely who knows when that's going to be announced it will come to pc after 
after PlayStation. I don't know if they would tie an Xbox and PC together or something at that point, but I I think more likely would they'd say something like the Pixel remasters are now on Game Pass, and that gives you Final Fantasy one to six. I think twelve used to be on Game Pass. Uh, I think thirteen was released on Xbox as well. So I think some a starting point of like get the Pixel remasters on there, which hey, I don't know. I presume that's not too much uh, difficulty in terms of programming. Um, get them up on Game Pass, and that that is a first dump of Final Fantasy to then build up towards the others. So I can imagine something like that happening. Um, but yeah, like as you said, Tom, it's kind of you expect the big guns, and then Visions of Mana still looks good. Like I will absolutely play that. But I sort of already knew about it from before. From I'll December. probably end up playing it on PlayStation because um, I just tend to play on that a bit more. So this. It wasn't a huge draw. Okay, question for you then. I, from looking at that trailer, I thought that that looked like a slightly, maybe more accessible entry point into this style of game than the Final Fantasies. Do you think the like that the Mana series, from what you know of it, would be a better entry point for like my son who's ten? Um, probably yes. Like I, 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 I haven't played them. I don't know too much about it. I think they're they're action RPGs. They're not turn based. Um, so they're more sort of action adventure um, probably a bit button mashing maybe. They're sort of cutesier style. Um, so yeah, I'd say it's probably that kind of entry point, yeah. But it's not what maybe what the hardcore fans want, unless mm. you are a hardcore fan who grew up with Secret of Mana back in the 90s and you're desperate for more of the series. I didn't realize how long or how many games there were in the series. When it started going through all of the ones... That have like obviously come before. I was like, wow, there's loads of them. Technically, it started before that. So to get a really and I haven't played them all, but to get nerdy, I think Final Fantasy Adventure came out as a spin-off of Final Fantasy, which I think might have been on the Game Boy, maybe. Um, and then that basically became the Mana series, so that they had their Final Fantasy turn-based series, and then the the Mana series as action RPG. And obviously, oh. things have been blurred since then. There you go. Any knowledge? You're uh, last thing last night was Hellblade, which I thought looked fantastic. We learned that it was coming out 21st of May, PC and Xbox. It's a digital only game, just like the first. And uh, we saw a little bit more about uh, the gameplay. Uh, we learned that they'd been on a trip to Iceland during development. And uh, it's going to be slightly less than full price Mm. $50 um, however that equates to pounds what did you guys think of Hellblade last night I mean I think it looks visually spectacular I think it looks really really good Um, I know the first game was quite a hard play in a lot of ways uh, and I obviously struggle with my mental health issues and there are a few things I did have to you know like, like I found it quite personal in a lot of ways but I'm also really looking forward to this one I think it looks like a really good next step in that story and i like the music same that of of all the games from last night this is the one i'm most excited about i loved the first game i thought it was brilliant um it's absolutely a game to play with headphones um i i really really enjoyed it so i'm sort of excited to play this one and i feel like i'm sounding really negative today um i i do genuinely want to play it i think my concern is that the first game was so singular and complete that i don't understand how they can make a sequel out of it necessarily like for me the story was great Mm. i don't 
necessarily need more. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. Um, I definitely, definitely want to play it. But it sort of feels like it's a bit more of the same, which is fine. But I don't know. I'm I'm not utterly convinced by it just yet. What about you, Liv? Honestly, at this point, I was still typing up. Um, so I wasn't watching it, but I was listening. And I never, I did play the first one, but I never finished it. So I wasn't sure, like, how to feel about Hellblade. But if it's, if it's like a completely kind of new chapter in the story for Senua, then I could see myself playing it. Because I did like the first one. I just never got around to finishing it. Hmm. Are it you... sounds like. Sorry. No, no, no. After you, please, Tom. I was going to say it sounds like it won't be exactly the same as the first time around because some of the issues in the first game were resolved by the end. So while they remain part of who Senua is, it may not. It it, it won't play out exactly the same way, and maybe it won't feel exactly the same. Which you want from a character, like you want them to grow and change and. Mm. Um, for this to be different this time around, um, yeah, I love the first game. I'm I'm happy for it to be dark again, but in slightly different ways. Um, and I'm very happy to see more of that world. I thought it was really, really cool. There's really nothing else quite like it um, at that sort of budget and scale. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it feels like it feels like an indie game. I know that it's not. Um, but I think I, hopefully you sort of know what I mean by when I say that. Like it's yeah. it's it is offbeat and um, it's not something that you typically see like a big publisher, big platform holder going all in on. And I I really like that um, that they are uh, they're pushing it. It's, it's probably this year's third biggest Xbox game, maybe second. Really, it's up there with Avowed. I would say. Are you surprised that it's digital only? No, I think that digital is is going to be more and more common. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to play this game as a Game Pass game, and they were never going to buy a physical copy anyway. the The original game is digital too, so that also makes sense. Um, yeah, not surprised. I think to your point, Tom, I also want it to be different and have its own story and its own feel and everything just to sort of warrant its existence i think was more my point like i i'm ha- absolutely have to play more of it i just hope that it stands out from the original fingers crossed it's a talented team um good ip so let's hope they can pull it off but i think they will uh right that was the five games not a lot of games then um but it felt like we got a decent look at each of them and Mm. um yeah yeah like ed said at the start i much prefer that sort of format of a show because i hate it when we're literally just jumping from trailer to trailer to trailer and don't have time to actually digest what we've seen i think that was actually a really good show and all of them are coming out this year and I don't think there's any suggestion that any of them are really going to slip. I think Indie has to hit this year because that's the big blockbuster for the end of the year. If Owl has been in development a while, I'd be surprised if that changes years. Hellblade's nearly done. Um, so that's 
three or four solid game well uh are uh, it's not coming to xbox so it's three games at least um definitely sort of on the calendar for this year and it means that whatever microsoft announces in june around that sort of e3 window maybe that stuff is for 25 but at least they've got some stuff on the calendar for this year um let's hope that playstation does similar and we can start filling in our release schedule and things to look forward to over the course of the next 12 months and nintendo does the same obviously although we do know a lot of stuff that they are bringing to switch one this uh first half of the year Mm. but of course we're hoping for a little bit more um from nintendo um and maybe some news on switch 2 this year as well so uh what would we rate the sort of conference as a um maybe not as a conference but as sort of a a, a pitch for xbox in 2024 um if you had to rate it out of five stars ed where would you place 2024 so far how does it look to you uh i'm gonna go with a three <gasps> i will I, I think there are decent games and i will happily play them but i'm just not feeling super wowed by most of them okay victoria how about you i'm gonna go with an 11 indiana jones baby <laughs> 11 out of five it is wow like, okay fun girl I realize there might be a little bit of IP blindness here, but I am just, I, but no, generally I, I actually think I'm really excited about Xbox this year and I've not said that for many years. So I, I really like the look of Sinua. I really like the look of Indie, obviously. Avowed again, I think the world looks beautiful. I think this is a good looking year for Xbox. Liv, how about you? I'm in the same boat as Ad. I would give it a three. I think that, there are some solid games there, but nothing really, really jumped out at me to get me really excited about the year. That's fair. Um, would I give it a three or a four? I'm sort of torn. Um, indie looks like a polished, licensed action adventure. And actually, um, I'm very much here for that. And I love Indiana Jones. Avowed looks like a perfectly cromulent RPG from people who know what they're doing. And Hellblade. Hellblade looks great. Yeah. I'm going to go with a four. Um, Let's leave it there before we break out into song. But uh, thanks for watching. If you've made it this far, thanks for joining. Liv, Victoria, Ed. Uh, We'll be back next week. Um, maybe we'll be hearing from PlayStation or Nintendo very soon. If not, I'm sure there'll be something else to chat about. We'll see you then. Um, Ed, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights. Um, Victoria? Uh, I'm at Little Chop Shop Gal Loves Indiana Jones. <laughs> and Liv? I am at Just Cast Holy. And I'm at Tom Phillips EG. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.